Hello, everyone, and welcome to Explore the Word podcast today. Hope you are having a great one. I'm so glad you can join in with me. Whatever time it is, you might be listening in, and I hope you have your cup of tea or coffee ready in hand as we finish up our series on the armor of God. And in this episode, we examine the warrior's prayer. The Bible, especially the Old Testament, is clear. Battles fought in the strength of the warrior are doomed to defeat while the battles fought in the strength of the Lord are destined for victory. There's numerous examples of this in the Old Testament. I think of Gideon's army. 32,000 men against a great host was too many, so God reduced it to 300. And they still delivered Israel from the Midianites. That's in Judges chapter 7. Joshua defeated the city of Jericho, not by great um, movement of arms or siege equipment, but by marching around the city and blowing the trumpets and shouting as they were told to by God, doing it in God's strength. The subject of prayer is immediately convicting to me, and it probably is convicting to most Christians because we don't pray usually as we should. We we often neglect it. It's almost pulled out as a last, last resort event. It should be our very first step. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. If Jesus considers it important to have been praying for us, perhaps we need to reconsider our perspective on the value and the incredible power of prayer. Paul mentions all and always, we should always be praying, never giving up for all the saints. This does not mean a constant stream of audible words as we're going about our day. You know, I'm not going through Walmart and praying for Joe and Sue and their son who's in bad shape or, you know, he's got a bad attitude. No, rather it's a constant attitude of prayer. That's what we need, a constant attitude of prayer. Satan has no desire to see us living in a continual communion with God. And he'll do whatever he can to disrupt your prayer life. We observe through the series that our enemy will try to deny who God is, what he's about, try to deceive us, tempt us to do something that's wrong. He'll try to discourage us to keep us from being active in our prayer life. Prayer is less about us getting what we want, then it's about us becoming who God wants us to be. It's we got to keep that in mind. It's not just about what we can get. It's about us being in line with what God wants. And Paul tells us in this verse that we need to be praying in all occasions, not in all, not only in all occasions, but in all kinds of places, in public and private. Again, it's not like me yelling or audible in private or public it's just that i have that attitude i'm I'm in prayer in church i'm in prayer the hospital visits i'm in prayer at home i'm I'm in prayer uh in my car the some christians think prayer is to be done only at church or some people the bible tells us that god does not dwell in temples made with hands acts chapter 7 verse 24 god dwells throughout the earth and can hear our prayer in any place from the highest plane ride to the lowest you could get in the submarine, I guess, he can hear. He can hear our prayers. Our prayers are appropriate in every condition of our life. 
in in times when oh man, a good paycheck, good pay, the, the bills are all paid, and you're doing well. And then there's times when you know there's not much money to be had, but there's all kinds of bills. Uh, when you're not feeling the best, when you're sick, uh, maybe when you're down emotionally, uh, and when you're healthy, when you're doing really well, uh, and in the morning, at noon, at night. All those times, it's good times to be in prayer. We're to pray for all things. Some think that they're not, or I shouldn't say some think, some don't know what's acceptable to bring to God in prayer. I think everything is acceptable to talk to God about. Think about the child, the young one, who brings their problems, their questions, their victories to their dad, to their father. Our Heavenly Father is greater than any earthly father. Bring it all to him. Large or small, bring it to him. No, you know, part of growing in maturity as a Christian is understanding the boundaries that God has set for our lives. So as we grow, we understand we're not going to bring these requests to God if they are outside the boundaries of God wants us. But when we, especially when we first get saved, we don't understand all those things. It's a growing process. It's maturity that needs to be involved. So when, when we learn those boundaries, then we, we can exercise our freedoms and then make choices that glorify the Lord. Our Heavenly Father is always there for us. But He expects us to take on responsibility of growing. He doesn't want us to be a child forever. You know, uh, I'm thankful for the four children I have. I'm thankful that all have are grown up or are growing. All right. I don't I love when my sons were two, but I'm glad they're not acting like two year olds now. Uh, we need to grow and understand in wisdom and understanding and, and applying those things. Right? And that helps our prayer life. Uh, supplication is mentioned here. The word supplication means to ask. And in this verse, we clearly see it's to ask God for something or present a request to him. God already knows what we need before we ask. And that's pretty amazing. And he could give us whatever we need without asking. Yet, he, in his wisdom, has uh, ordained prayer as the way that we relate to him. We bring those things to him. So if there's something we need and we have not because we haven't asked. So our task is to ask. We need to ask the Lord. Bring those things to him, whatever it might be. Paul states the need for power uh, in our prayer. Pray in the spirit. Power in prayer comes when we pray in line with the will of God. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have someone in your life that's not saved, praying for their salvation is absolutely in the will of God. You are exactly where you need to be in that prayer life for that individual. The Spirit of God resides in us if we know Christ as Savior. And he works within us to shape our character. And then as he shapes our character, what we would ask and pray about will become more pleasing to God. There's power, and for the Christian, great confidence in prayer when we pray according to the will of God. Paul mentioned that we are to pray with all perseverance. Perseverance in prayer uh, definitely was characterized in the early church. They continued in prayer and supplication, Acts 1.14. And they continued steadfastly in prayers, Acts 2.42. This idea is one of holding on and holding out in prayer. So let me encourage you, because I need to be encouraged in this realm. 
Don't quit. Don't faint. Don't yield when it comes to prayer. Uh, Folks, if you have at any time stopped praying, start praying again. Praying is not about feeling successful in our prayers. And the idea that the Lord has answered our prayers. It's rather keep at it. We don't know what's going on in the hearts and lives of men as we pray for them. We don't know what exactly is taking place when they hear a message or someone might witness to them or someone waters that gospel message or maybe it's a saved individual who is not serving the Lord as they should. We don't know what's going on in their heart. Just keep praying. Keep at it. Don't stop. The Lord knows and we need to be praying to him. Don't don't, don't let the... You know, those things, those discouragements maybe because you're not seeing success in your prayer life stop you from praying. Keep praying. Praying is is mostly intercession. I mean, I know there's times we need to give thanks and, and we're asking for things for ourselves. But a lot of it is we're praying for others. I, you know, I look through my own prayer list and there's a lot more about others. And that's right. That's the way it should be. We're praying for others. And that's God's purpose. You know, and we need to be faithful to that putting on the whole armor of God to be victorious in your spiritual walk. And sure, you are in prayer. Make sure you're in prayer as you put on and wear that armor. So I hope this series has been a help and encouragement to you as you deploy the armor of God in your everyday life. It certainly has been enjoyable for me to put it together. Uh, Next for our podcast is a series on heaven and hell. And I hope you'll join me then. Thanks for listening in and have a wonderful day and keep exploring the word.